Good morning, you listen to FloorDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Eric Boonder, the Vice President of Business Development with Starnet. Eric, how you doing? Very good. Thanks, Kemp. I want to talk to you about the Starnet Floor Care meeting that happened early last week in Las Vegas. But before that, you've been promoted. In addition to taking care of Starnet's maintenance business, which they call floor care, you also are over certain areas like the tile and stone, the um, consumables, you know, like leveling and patching, best practices, and the uh, next gen. You've got a lot of hats on your head, don't you? Yeah, they're exciting areas with the growth in the tile and stone area and the technology that's happening in the consumables. It's a good place to be. So you had a floor care meeting. I actually went to the one in Atlanta last year. You move it east coast, west coast every year, this this time Vegas. Tell us a couple of highlights of the meeting. Sure. We had 85 attendees, which was a little bit of a jump from last year, which we were pleased with. We had a lot of interaction with breakout sessions, sharing best practices with operations, with sales, with marketing, with growing the company. Another difference this year is we had a, a guest speaker, Elizabeth Calandrino, who opened our eyes a bit on evaluating new markets and driving continuous improvement. We also had a couple new vendors, Palman, which does wood floor products, which we haven't done a lot of work with in the past. And then Mapay, who's been a strong vendor partner of Starnet for years, but they have a, a product called UltraCare, which does talon stone and sealers. So those were some highlights and some ads for this year. All right, I did an interview with you about a year ago about Starnet's floor care business, and you had, I think, 46 members were in the business with 67 locations. That's uh, 300 full-time technicians. One of the things that's interesting about the way the Starnet members do this, they usually make it as a separate business. So they have the P&I business on one side, product installation, and then they have the maintenance business on the other side. And they have company employees doing the work usually, so... Just give us a feel for how this business has grown in the last year with Starnet. Yeah, that is correct. Our members do self-perform the work, which is a bit different than other people in the industry. We've seen growth, certainly, in the high-performance coatings, and mm-hmm. part of that is piggybacking along with LVT growth, with the uh, concrete polishing, with the terrazzo resurgence. So that's a big area of growth for us. There's more people doing work with tile and grout restoration services where they're recoloring the grout and sealing it instead of replacement, which is, as we know, very, very expensive. So those have been the areas of growth for us with the high-performance coating, tile and grout, and the stone, concrete, and terrazzo areas. All right, so most of it's on the hard surface size, but just one other little question, though, when you start looking, I guess it was around 25% of the startup members had a maintenance business. Has that changed? That's about the same. We've added a few new ones this year, some nice size ones. So we've seen some nice growth with our group, but it's about the same percentage. And how has LVT, the rapid growth of LVT, how has this changed the business? Certainly taken a bit of a bite out of carpet. Mm-hmm. Uh, carpet is still a dominant player in the market, but certainly makes us have to shift. We talked at the convention that five years ago, 80% of our business was carpet care. Now it's probably 60%. And really, LVT is been the big factor there along with the polished concrete but lvt still needs maintenance still needs cleaning especially in the textured areas so there's still opportunities to do work there but it has shifted the maintenance marketplace for sure now lvt has kind of a soft finish on it i mean say versus tile so if it scratches a little bit is there a way of coming in and buffing and fixing that yeah and it depends how uh, much damage there is there's some thin coats uh, that we're able to put on those to restore it. 
Uh, sometimes you can just take care of it with a cleaner and a pad. Uh, so it depends on the situation, but typically LVT is a pretty maintenance-friendly floor, and that's one of the attractions and probably one of the reasons for its growth. Give us a flavor for, you said Liz opened your eyes on some business developments. Tell us what you mean by that. Well, she was able to talk about the importance of some email marketing, LinkedIn, Facebook, CRM discipline, utilizing videos for marketing, testimonials. So a lot of it was around technology, but the technology we're familiar with. All right, so what's keeping these people that are in, in this business, what's, what are they struggling with the most? Is it labor? Labor is a big one. Now, fortunately, technology keeps helping us be more productive. People having some problems with labor, we talk a lot about motivating technicians and retaining technicians. Now, we're certainly, we feel like we're at a higher class than, or able to pay more than the janitorial folks do. So we're able to retain employees, and most of our technicians are full-time technicians. So we look at it as a career path for these guys. So although it's a challenge, uh, our membership has done a good job being able to get the work done and uh, continue to grow the business. I help my listeners understand real quickly. Now, if you, if you own a commercial building and you have janitorial service, they come in at night, they vacuum, they empty trash cans, dust off things, and then you've got this floor care. So the, the idea here is for uh, a building owner to do floor care maybe once or twice a year and then have janitorial fill in on the other sides. Is that kind of the goal? That's sort of the idea. We really try to focus on the areas that take the most abuse. Mm-hmm. So, for example, we may clean the lobby six times per year, yeah. and we may clean the conference room on the 12th floor once per year. Yeah. So we really try to dial in on the areas that are taking the abuse. It's usually the best way to spend your budget towards the floor care. And those that are growing in this business, what are they doing to grow? Well, they're hitting those areas we were talking about before. They're really becoming much more full service. They're looking at opportunities with doing major restoration on ceramic and restrooms and then lobbies and locker rooms. They're expanding into coatings or polishing on concrete, which is a big business now. They're getting aggressive with the carpet cleaning with technology, so they're able to get into hospitality and government in areas that we really didn't get into in the past. So it's really getting aggressive, and they're also utilizing email marketing, and they're utilizing the video marketing we were talking about. So it's changed. You know, we're keeping up with it. When you look at StarNet, who's probably the biggest in the floor care business? The biggest in the floor care is probably DFS Flooring, Southern California. Okay. They have multiple locations, been in the business for quite a long time. Richard Friedman. Um, <laughs> Richard Friedman, right. All right, Eric, what's your next move? You got? To, I know you have a, a May, early May meeting for StarNet. Is that uh, the next thing you're doing? Yeah, we continue to do webinars every month for training, and but the next big event's going to be it. First week of May in uh, Arizona, we have the big annual convention. We usually get over 700 people, so that's a big event for us. All right, I'll see you there. It's good to catch up with you, Eric. Again, been talking to Eric Boonder, the head of StarNet's Floor Care and also the VP of Business Development. And you've been listening to Kempar and FloorDaily.net.